You are now listening to Trap Chat Alley Oop, the fans plug for all Raptors talk and more. We serve it up and throw it down. Presented by Trap Sense 95, enhancing your Raptors fan experience. Follow us on SoundCloud and all social media platforms at TRAPD95. And it has begun. Welcome. We're here. The Trap Chat Alley Season 4, Episode 3. Three! Yo, we're already three episodes into the season. That's crazy. And what a great, 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 the greatest ever start. Guess what? The season. Guess what? what? What's up? Guess what we are? What are we? We're the best team <laughs> in the NBA. We are the best team. <laughs> by record, <laughs> by ring size. Anyway, you want to slice it. The Raptors are the best team in NBA right now. Period. And my name is Mikey Charlie. I am alongside who? My name is Elicit, as it always is, and we love talking Raptors basketball with you right here on Trap Chat Alley U. Yes. What an exciting time. Oh man, like everyone that wanted to talk about the Raptors yesterday should have at least started to silence some of those words. Yeah, there's still I still hear the talking head saying, yeah, the Raptors time is done or they're gonna go back well you're gonna go back to being non existent. Uh, and never making the playoffs. That's yeah, never getting the ring and yada 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 yeah. yeah we'll talk we'll talk more about that after. Yeah. We're, we're cool. Before we before we get into this, where can we be found? Well, you can find us at Google Play, you can find us at iTunes, you can find us basically anywhere you find podcasts. Wherever you listen to your podcast, you can find us, hashtag TCAO, to chat You know, um, honestly, you mentioned that the, the Raptors, you know, came out with a win yesterday, and it's good to be a Raptor fan. I feel like I've been on a natural high with these guys for the last six yes. months. It hasn't stopped. What a great time. It hasn't. It really hasn't. Like, this is the epitome. This is the time we've been waiting for. I agree. And I'm basking. Me too. All right. We are going to talk about the one and all Raptors. As you said, the best team in the NBA right now. Obviously, run that back. We will cover the Pelicans game. The Raptors won 130 to 122 in overtime. We will get to meet the fans. We're going to talk all about the ring. The ring, the banner. So basically, the a culmination of all that we put into this, you know? Yes. Then we will jump off what is happening next week in terms of games. Boston, Chicago, Orlando, and Detroit. A bunch of Eastern Conference teams. We, we can show our dominance already early on in this season. Yeah. And we'll end off with some fantasy chat. <laughs> of course we will. Yes. <laughs> so, oh, one last thing. You can also find us on Illicit Sound, and also brand new, you can find us every Sunday. What time? Man, I want to say it's 7 o'clock. 7. I should have had this in front of me, but it's 7, I think it's 7 o'clock on www.sayradio.ca. Say Radio, the voice of Seneca College, you can find us there as well. Alright, let's get into this. 
is Trap Chat Alley presented by Trap Since 95, enhancing your Raptors fan experience. Visit trapsince95.com and follow us on all social media platforms at TRAPD95. Step up and earn his 
Max money contract. Hey man, Pascal did some things, some historic things last night. He did something that basically very few NBA players have done. Rare, like, I'm talking about like four or five players in the now, history of the I, NBA. I think they skewed the stat to get him in there, because the stat should probably be 35 points and 20 rebounds. That should be probably the stat. But they put it in, in with 34 and 18, which is which is still I, I, yeah, listen, I am not uh, that that's worth the max. That is a max contract play right there. 34 points, 18 rebounds, five assists in 38 minutes, and his two threes. Yeah, his shooting was a little off compared to what his normal efficiency is, 11 for 26. But he's going to be having those high volume nights. Yeah, I'll be honest. I think his his efficiency rating will drop a bit. Yes, but he's the, he's an alpha dog. But now. yeah, he's gonna have the ball in his hand and way he's more. He's gonna get the defensive attention yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. If he can pick his defensive uh, prowess up. Get an extra half a block a game or another steal a game or something. You're looking at a perennial all-star. And more. And more. Uh, I, I, and more. Be, and more. Absolutely. He's going to be a stud. Like, he is a stud, but he's going to be a, an A1 type of stud. But not to not to knock Fred Van Vliet, who also showed out. Listen, Steady Freddy has become my favorite rapper. I can't argue. I'm not mad at that. I'm not saying he's the best Raptor on the floor, but I just hey, love watching the kid play, man. Like you, you and Chris Webber have something in common, finally. Oh, <laughs> I know. I turned, you know, I turned that TNT. I, I watched the pregame TNT mm -hmm. and watched the Talking Heads. And thank you, Kenny Smith, who came out and said the Raptors will probably be third or fourth in the Eastern Conference, which both you and I said yeah. going into the season. So Kenny Smith watches basketball. Everybody else on that everybody else on that panel are a bunch of morons. Whoever thinks the Raptors are not making the playoffs, like well, you know, Listen, given a healthy if, squad. If they don't think that they should make the playoffs and, and then the Raptors end in third, they're they on should, drugs, they should man. lose their drugs. They're on drugs. No, they shouldn't be credible anymore. They should be like Stephen A. Smith and all of them other birds that just talk. They don't actually mean anything. And that's supposed to be Shaq and Charles Barkley, two Hall of Famers should yeah. know basketball, they're, man. But they're pandering to the American media and the American I'm media. tired of that. I am tired of it, but that's their angle. That's what they're kind of... Kenny doing. ain't. Yeah, Kenny well, keeps some, it real. Someone, yeah, somebody has to. Somebody fair, has fair to. Fair enough. Anyways, Fred Van Vliet, 34 points, 7 assists, 5 rebounds, 2 steals on 12 of 18 field goal shooting. 5 for 6 from the line and 5 of 7 from 3. Wow. Those are amazing numbers. Those, if, if those, gets, are, if those average, are Hall of Fame If he averages half that for the season, we are in very good position. So, you noticed we were both wrong at that position, and they started Freddie. Yeah, <laughs> hey, I'm so, not, and I'm not hold mad Hold on, that so either. when, you, when you heard it initially, you weren't mad? No, I wasn't mad. Really? No. I didn't like it. I, 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 they proved me wrong, obviously. I, I was actually reading a, a couple articles since the last uh, podcast, and Freddie was mentioning that how him and 
Lowry can both start and complement each other. I know, obviously, from size perspective, especially on the defensive end of things, it could present Listen, problems. Once, one, yeah, once they look good once together. Once they start playing bigger guys, it's going to be a bit tough. I'm sure they will mess with the rotation or the the starting rotation here and there for specific matchups, but those two actually work together. And, and then I just wanted to throw in. OG was the other starter, not Norpal. Yeah, it's that's fine. That's fine. No, but OG, honestly, though, I'm not, first of all, I was never knocking OG, but <laughs> OG looked so, he honestly, he was moving the best I've Did, ever seen. No, him hell time. yeah, he looks fluid. Driving to the bu bucket, like, he needs, and he, he improved last year, but you, the only thing you started to see a little weakness in his game, and as soon as he gets that better, is his, his ball handling. Yeah. Once he gets that down, oh, and, yeah. and that's not something he can't do. Oh, yeah. Listen, he's going to be a hell of a wing did player, see, man. You see that dunk and one? Oh, Woo. listen, you're, you're going to see a bunch of those highlights with this team because they're not very big. Yeah, but I mean, even even outside of that, I like OG's rebounding prowess last night. Like he used his body, put his body in the way of uh, the opponents, grabbed some nice rebounds. That's also what I'm expecting from OG and Anobi for him to elevate his game to another level. I agree. So, uh, let me run down the rest of the uh, Raptors stats. We have Kayla with 22 points, 6 assists, 5 rebounds, 2 steals, didn't have a good shooting game. Abaka provided some nice energy with 13 points, 5 rebounds. As we said, Ananobi came in 11 points, 7 boards, and 2 blocks. So there's some of that defense that you were talking about. Gasol had a kind of a rough game, 6 points, 4 rebounds. That one hurt me, man. It hurt? No, I want to see it him hurt. play better. I'm not listen. I have on my fantasy team, but that's not even the point. Yeah, he sure. need no. He needs to play no, better does. for the Raptors. Oh, he does need to play better. But also, you have to remember, he is coming off of a long summer. He uh, ran the full way the Raptors know, to the I championship. Know, I know. Plus, I know. He was one of the main guys I'm on the Spanish team that won the world okay. championship. I'm saying that we need more. And love. he's up there in years. I don't I care. Think, I think they should probably try but to play some of the other guys a little needs, bit more. He needs to to shoot that open three when it's there and not hesitate. And he needs to, to have his back to the bucket more. That's a, a Nick Nurse thing. They got to get him the ball and the block more. And they'll it'll start to open up spaces for guys like Van Vliet and Norm Powell and OG to slash. Yeah. It's game one. It's game one. No, I, just listen. I, I'm not saying that I'm worried about about him. I'm just saying that he, we need more if we want to compete. All right. Uh, we also have Norman Powell coming in with five points to eight rebounds. And the mysterious uh, last-second shot there. I'm not sure what that play call was uh, in the regulation where he took the last-second three. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. But whatever. I mean... It, if, even if it was a play call for Norm, I wouldn't have expected such a long three. It would have been a it drive. Have, he should have been five feet closer to the at least, point. At least, at least. It's a uh, peculiar play to say the least. But I don't know. I bet he, it was called for him to ISO. I just don't think he should have had the ball that high. Yeah, yeah, probably. And also, my man Terrence Davis made his debut. Listen, I love this kid, yes, man. I love his energy. Five points, five.
five rebounds, two assists. He's gonna steal steals. a lot of minutes from people. Though. He will. I mean, he got minutes in the first night. Rondé Hollis Jefferson wasn't there. A lot of other guys that yeah. he thought might have had minutes were not playing. We're not playing. But but he got some minutes. Close game too. And yeah, and he but he made absolutely good on his minutes. Oh no, he, he was steady. As a rookie in his first game. Steady. After seeing a championship ceremony. Yeah, man. All right. So I wanted to quickly. We only got um, a couple minutes here, quick. But I want to mention Nick, uh, Serge Ibaka, who, he, like you mentioned, his energy. I love it. I, I kind of want him to be on the floor more. He like he needs to play more. Oh yeah. He's sure. the grit behind that team. Yeah. And once he starts playing well, I find that the rest of the Raptors go with him. Yeah. What did you think about Nick Nurse's coaches challenge in the first quarter? The first ever coaches challenge in an NBA regular season game. It was the right call, but I don't like challenges. Can we just yeah. say that? But do you think you should have held on to that challenge? Because there were some very questionable calls in the fourth quarter. Ah, whatever. Where, where the Pelicans were fouling each other and the Raptors were getting called. <laughs> but yeah, I'm not, I'm not Listen, gonna... what the rap is for another day. Yeah. But one last thing I want to touch on before we move on. Fred VanVleet got hurt in the third quarter while he was going out of bounds trying to dive for a ball, I believe, or chase down a ball. Yeah, he uh, down and, and twisted his ankle. He rolled his ankle on a camera. He's uh, okay. Cameraman. Yeah, he's okay. But he has concerns about the cameraman, and I've heard this before from other players. Lots of players have said The cameramen are too close to the action. So, the, do you agree? Is that the I question? do agree. Yeah, I do agree. Uh, the they question is, I absolutely agree. I think in today's world, there's enough technology that them guys don't even need to be standing there. Yeah. Like, get those robotic camera That's all I'm saying. things that can move out of the way, anything, too. Anything. But it's not. Yeah. They're too close for for players that are paid millions and millions of their investments. Yeah. And to go and down on an injury because of a, a cameraman. A season can be thrown in the balance off of a, That's right. a random play That's like right. that. I'm, God forbid, imagine something like that happened in the Western Conference with like a Kawhi or something and their season's done. That would be terrible, man. All right. On the other side, we will get into the ring and banner ceremony. Remember, you can catch us on all social media platforms at TRAPD95. All podcast platforms, hashtag TCAO, and on SayRadio.ca. That's Seneca at York, Say Radio, the voice of Seneca College. Also on Illicit Sound, basically everywhere you want a podcast. Stick around, we'll be right back. Trap Chat Alley Oop, the fans plug for all Raptors talk and more. We serve it up and throw it down. And by the way, we are the best fans in the world. I don't care what anybody says. If anybody did not watch us in the playoffs. And, and, we, and we need to build a culture for our fans. And that culture is winning, 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 winning. winning. And you know what? Since he's been here, yeah. they've won. That's all they've done. It's they've win. won. I all feel like, win, win, I, you know, no as much what. as all these idiots, talking heads, want to talk about the Raptors, the Raptors have been a really good team yeah. for seven seasons. Since 2014. 2013. 2013. So six and a bit, six yeah. seasons that you yeah. know they're going to be good this yeah. year. So yeah. seven seasons. So look at it in this context. If they make it to the decade mark under Masai's watch mm-hmm. at, at this competitive level, yeah. are they the new the San Antonio Spurs? Yeah. They're at least the Eastern Because we, they, they get rid of star players. 
system in place now, and especially with 905. Doesn't it? Raptor 905 is so underrated. It seems like that now. Yeah. Like, I feel like they're perennially good. Every year. Every year. They've been good. Since 2014, they've been the best Eastern Conference team overall in that time frame. In the. I mean, for wins. That, of course, wins. they've only got one title, but they made it to the Eastern Conference Final once. They made it to the quarterfinals twice. Like, it's yeah. not like it's not like they were terrible. They got stuck against the best player in the world at the time. Yeah. And, I mean, hey, the record proves it, but what really proves it the most is what we saw last night. But before we get to that, it's Trap Chat alley Season 4, Episode 3, I am Mikey Charlie alongside Elizabeth. That's right. We do this every week. We've yeah. been doing this every week. Not since they've been good, but since they started to get really good. Yeah. Like, we we started this when they were a 500 team, I think. Season 4. Season 4. So, that's what it is. Crazy. And now, in this Season 4, we can call the Toronto Raptors... Champions, and they got the hardware to prove it last night. The champ is here. The yes. champ is here. Yo, I got all the fields. I record, oh, I recorded oh. it on my phone because I was at home, and, and I just it made me feel. I kind of shed a little tear. It was just like, man, all of that work, all of that, it was worth it. And and all of my uh, my fake animosity towards Kawhi Leonard. Fake. Oh, okay, I see where you're going. Was was gone too i couldn't yeah, help but yeah, smile at him yeah. and be like good for you buddy yeah. <laughs> hey, you know? hey man i'm not i was never mad at Kawhi. oh i'm still mad at Kawhi. i'm not mad at Kawhi. oh i am this he team's did gonna be yo, terrible hey last night they, they look pretty good that's all i'm gonna say and all i'm gonna but, say is every the, the the four best players on the floor in the two games yesterday were all champions <laughs> as of listen june Danny Green, Kawhi Leonard, Freddie Van Vliet, Pascal and Pascal Siakam were the highest scorers and the in best the stats the in the NBA. first night in the yep. NBA. Yep. Listen, if that Beautiful. doesn't tell you about that that winning that team, that that should show you something, man. Yeah. Beautiful. But back to the Raptors championship ceremony. Did you see those rings? Did you? How, how could you not have seen them? I can still see those I, rings. I, I couldn't even sleep last night because the light was still shining from them rings. Ling. Linging. Woo! Those, record, those rings set records. Literally. They, yeah, they, they're the most I'm, expensive, I'm gonna, the biggest. I'm going to read it to you. Yeah. 650 plus total diamonds. That's for That's all of the... The one for each win that it took for them. 74, yeah, yeah, 74 diamonds for each win, yeah. including the playoffs. Uh, 14 carats of diamonds. That's the amount Brother, of carats. Do you understand? In the ring. That is the most in any professional championship ring ever. It, you know, it, I love that we celebrated everything so big. I won't lie, hey. though. The diamonds do hurt me a little as a... Yeah. As, a, as a conscious guy, it's tough. My but, wife's diamond I, comes from Canada. Yeah. Well, I don't know where these diamonds come from, but I think I, I, I think, don't think they're I think, Canadian. I think dude. the company that the company is Canadian. 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 Absolutely. Yes. Baron. They are definitely. They're from Windsor. Windsor. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. And so they're definitely Canadian. But, but if I, you use that many diamonds and that carry yeah, Canadian but, diamonds, those rings would be but, like. But being oh. mis- 
guess we I can, hear you. Maybe we can try to do some research into that. Hopefully it was ethically sourced. <laughs> I hope so. But whatever. Listen, I'm not even I'm not trying to be the, the party pooper here. Let's let's be honest. Those rings were epic for a reason. Yeah. 1.25 carat diamond on the top of the Larry OB trophy in the ring. This is the largest single diamond ever in any professional championship ring. Crazy. 14 total carat weights. Obviously, that's the heaviest. Do you, know, do you know how heavy that ring is? How can you lift your hand, man? <laughs> um, Fred Van Vliet was saying that he, his hand was sore from lifting the <laughs> ring. Which, hey, like, you know, it helped his stroke, though. I, I have to wow. say that. Maybe, wow. maybe he needs to win that, wear that ring more often before the games. I don't know. Oh, man. 16 genuine rubies on the outer edge representing number of wins in the playoffs. And the jersey number of each player on the roster. And six round diamonds on the top of the Scotiabank Arena in the ring. That represents the six. Wow. Stunning. Stunning ring. I'm not a ring guy myself. I'm not a jewelry guy myself. I don't wear I'm jewelry. I'm not too heavy but, on jewelry, but... but I, I, I can appreciate... That was stunning. The... The... I don't know. The extravagance. Like... Yeah. That's not something you wear. It's something you stare at and go, yeah. wow. Yeah. You know? We did this. They said that they wanted to go really big because it was the franchises first, the countries first. Mm -hmm. So, biggest parade, biggest ring. Definitely a statement piece. And it it tells a story. It has a lot of storylines. Absolutely. Which is what I like. Absolutely. Very artistic. I I like it. I won't lie. When I saw it, I saw a bunch of fake ones. That I don't mean the replica. I don't mean the replica ones that were given out. I mean before this. Oh, people are trying to like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, this is whack. Yeah. But now the replica one, they gave out, or if you didn't know, they gave out a ring last yeah, night. A replica ring to every person in the stands. Yeah, everybody who attended the game last night. And honestly, I found them online already. They're a hundred bucks being well, sold. Well, there's, there's different qualities uh, of them. I'm, Some I'm, are actually... Yeah, I, but at some point in the next six weeks, it'll drop down to 20 bucks. And I'll probably buy one. <laughs> yeah, if it's 20 30 dollars... And depending on how it looks, yeah, I might have one. I think I want one. I bought it. You know, I have a couple T-shirts that I have. I have a. a car, I bought. See, you're wearing your championship hat. I have that one too. Um, basically, I have a bunch of things that'll you know commemorate the Raptors. Some that I'll wear, that'll wear out, and some that I'll just keep. You know. And I bought the DVD. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. It's just in in 15 years from now, I want to sit back and watch it again. Yep. No matter how many we win. Of course. No matter how many we win, basically, the first is the best one. Yes. It's always the biggest. That was a payoff from all the years previous of cheering on the Raptors. Agreed. Yeah. But last night, emotions are running high. I think... I think you saw it the most in Abaka. I think with, in terms of players, like when he broke down and you know, he actually was crying. Yeah, man. and you know what? It made me go, "Oh, I feel you, man." Like, yeah. I mean, Serge is the kind of you see. He's a passionate guy. Like mm-hmm. he, when he's on the floor playing, he yeah. just shows that emotion. Yeah, I don't knock that. I'm not. As mu- listen, as much as the Kawhi stealth. Terminator thing is really yeah. no no listen and in the playoffs it's the best thing possible yeah but I like a little emotion well, it shows me you care yeah and I think it's good to have a balance on any team agree you need a balance Agreed. of of character and Ananobi's very calm yeah you need some guys who are very calm collected and I, I think Van Vliet is kind of the best of both worlds agree 
it's calm and collected, but then at times it shows that raw emotion as well. Cause and to me, that's just a mature player, not just player, but person. Like yeah. he understands that basketball is still a game, but he's a human. Like yeah. he allows that emotion, but still does his job. And focuses in when it needs to be, when he needs to be focused. Yeah. And uh, so what do you think about the players, each player when they got their rings? Anything notable that you saw? It was nice to see Lowry take it too. Yeah. I, I mean, they did a poll on the, oh, so we were talking about the TNT broadcast and you yeah. said I had something in common with Chris Webber. I, I was watching the pregame on TNT with the talking heads and I like Kenny Smith and Charles is an entertainer and and I I don't know. It's it's not bad, right? It's fun to watch. Even it is if fun I don't, to watch. Even if I don't agree with them. Yeah, some of the takes. Yeah, even if just, I don't agree. Just in general, American media takes with regards to the Raptors are always off the target. But but then the, the game started. Mm-hmm. It was a TNT broadcast. Yeah. And they went to Chris Weber. And I jumped up. My wife started laughing. I jumped up and said, there's no flipping way I can sit through this broadcast. I have to find a Canadian feed. Yeah. And normally I'm not like that. Like, I'll watch the Atlanta. I'll watch the Detroit. I'll watch. Yeah. Like, I don't mind that stuff. I can't stand Chris Weber. Your he, boy. Oh, man. And he honestly, just, he just gets on my nerves. I don't like yeah. his voice. I don't like the way he analyzes. I don't like how he talks. I honestly, there, I am a hater towards Chris Webber. I don't like anything he did in his career. Wow. The moron called the timeout wow. in his college class. Get out of here. Wow. This guy's called his whole career out. Okay. But, uh, what but, title did he win? He didn't win no title. Oh. But while we're on the American broadcast, Marv Albert, honestly, I think his time is over as well. Past, yeah, I think. I see. I didn't watch it, but I usually like Marv. Yeah, but he he's he's missing things, man. He's calling people the wrong names. Oh, and really? That, yeah. See, I didn't see that. See, like, so you was Chris Webber and people calling guys the wrong names. That's got to be the worst yeah, broadcast not, on the planet. It was not the most sterling broadcast. Uh, say. Listen, I got stuck not to mention, I got stuck with Leo Routens and and Matt Devlin, who I don't hate. But Lee, we all know my my despise for Leo Routens too. I'm okay so. with Leo, but regardless, um, yeah. Also in the broadcast, they didn't really pump up the Raptors the way that they probably should have been pumped up. They were talking about even, the Laker game. Yeah, even, the Lakers, and even, they lost. But even even while Pascal Siakam was making history with his stats, his stat line, and his play in general, and Fred and Van Vliet, both of them actually combined for what uh, 68, 68 points, points. Which, is, which is like one of the greatest all-time tandem opening nights ever. They never mentioned anything like that. <laughs> so it's it's actually comical. Yeah. I bet they were told by TNT, don't cheer and make the Raptors look good. Seriously. Yeah. And la- but on the other side, I'm gonna g- screw you, the American media and television and fans, because you know what? The, the Toronto Raptor fans yeah. are the greatest fans in the world. And you know what? Yeah. Last night was the most watched season game ever mm-hmm. I believe in it. Canada. I believe it. Jurassic Park was rammed out. And one thing I have to say to anything that anybody else has to say, there was only one building in the league where 
The championship banner was raised <laughs> last night. And guess which building that was? It wasn't Staples Center. No. It wasn't the Oracle. No. <laughs> the Oracle shut down, actually. <laughs> Shut it down. <laughs> Just saying. Just saying. Ha, ha, the Scotiabank ha. Arena is the site of Listen. the NBA Championship banner. I, it, it made me feel like all of the moments. Yeah. Because I watched the crappy games, the good games, the playoffs. The, hey, I went through and, TJ Ford. Yeah, man. Went through Andrea Bargnani. <laughs> I went through Michael Stewart, oh. Rafael Adarujo. Oh. <laughs> yeah, looks. Oh. Anyway, that banner is beautiful. It, it's in it in and of itself. It is beautiful. Like the design is beautiful, but just the fact of the banner hanging in the Scotiabank Arena. And, and what Kyle, a, what a beautiful thing. And Kyle Lowry being the one to you know reveal it. He he's did the Kyle Lowry thing and got all his teammates there. Yeah. And like I was started to say, TNT did a, uh, or no, the Raptors broadcast did a, a poll about mm-hmm. who's the best Raptor of all time. Yeah. And it was Lowry, Leonard, DeRozan, Carter. Yeah. Bosh wasn't even on the list. Um. So, who's the best Raptor? Kyle Lowry. Yeah, you have to say Kyle Lowry. Come on, man. This Kyle Lowry at this point, his jersey will also be in the rafters. Easily. With Easily. that that banner. Because you know what? We've won since Kyle Lowry's been a Raptor. Yeah. He deserves he deserves every bit of praise man, he's getting. I've given him so much criticism over the years, and I've given him so much praise. Yeah. He he is the epitome of what this franchise has come to become. It's true. He has grown like the Raptors franchise has grown like he has grown since he's been here. We've said Remember when last... he came, he didn't even want to really He didn't even want to be. He thought it was a pit stop. Yeah. He was battling for a position with uh Calderon, what they call their own. Imagine. And I remember at the time I actually wanted Calderon to be the starter, but boy was I wrong and I'm glad to be wrong. I'm glad to admit that. That wrong. But Lowry has come a long way. So He's the still Raptors. the heart of the Raptors. As he goes, the Raptors He's still, go. still the heart. Still the heart of the Raptors. I mean, Pascal Siakam is the guy. No, he's the head now. But uh, Lowry Lowry's is still the, the heart. heart. He's still the heart. Still driving it. And I think I think Freddie's the rest of the organs. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. So if we can get some of the, you know, some of that that heart from everybody else other than them. Yeah. This team's going to be really good. Team, the team is looking... Hey, if we base it off of that one night last night... They look great. Hey, they battled back from a little way down. 11 point down, I think. And a lot of emotions in the building. Yeah. And they took it. Yeah, man. So, this is Trap Chat Alley You can find us on places like Anchor.fm, Stitcher, uh, as you say, Google Play. Play. Uh, iTunes. Spotify. Wow. Everywhere, really. Everywhere. Basically, all you gotta do is hashtag TCAO. And uh, listen to Method Man. Yeah, and also, you can find us on Say Radio. The voice of Seneca College and as l- alongside Illicit Sound, like it's been forever. So, yeah. Stick around. We got another couple more segments here. Yeah, to we're gonna we're gonna preview about. the upcoming Raptors games, and then we're gonna get into a little bit of fantasy afterwards. Sounds good. We'll see you in a minute.
is Trap Chat Alley presented by Trap Since 95, enhancing your Raptors fan experience. Visit trapsince95.com and follow us on all social media platforms at TRAPD95. I love the production value. Yo, we're on point. Last week we had off week. It was not good. We were in. There was we fire. Were in, we were in, alarms going on. We were in preseason mode last week. People screaming. <laughs> technical difficulties. The world sounded like it was about to end. But, but we are on our game. <laughs> I digress. We are on our game for the regular season. We are back and we're good. We're good to go. All right. So the Raptors got a big week coming up. Four games. First on Friday night against Boston. Um, listen, I think that's going to be the battle of third place. Toronto and the, the Boston Celtics. Celtics. So as I recall, you said Philly won. Milwaukee two, no, I, I said Milwaukee one. Okay, Philly you said Milwaukee two. one. Yeah. Either way, interchangeable one and two. For like sure. It. And I think mostly three and four are interchangeable. Yeah. Yeah. interchangeable. So mostly consens- consensus one and two is Philly Milwaukee. Yeah. Three, yeah, four. Three and four. I, I, I agree with you. It's Raptors Boston. As as Kenny Smith said as well. But my, my dark horse in that would be Indiana. We have to see. I want to see how Indiana looks because they could be a really good team as well. Listen, Oladipo is going to be back in the second week of November or whatever. Yeah. Once he's back, that team looks good. Yeah. So if he stays healthy and plays to his potential, mm-hmm. yeah. not yeah, only will the Indiana Pacers look good, I'll look good in yeah, fantasy We'll talk too. about that a little bit later. A little bit of redemption, hopefully, for you. <laughs> Anyways, yes. Yeah, so uh, Boston, new look. They have... Kemba Walker, they obviously do not have. Basically, they interchanged Kemba Walker for or or Kyrie Irving for Kemba Walker. I think Kemba Walker it fits this team more though. Yeah, but they also lost Al Horford, who's which is a huge part of their. It's actually quite a big piece. Oh, listen, that's double double a night, All Star. Yeah, he flies under the radar a lot, but he's he still provides a lot of of offense and defense. Absolutely, I I think that Boston's gonna be good, man. Yeah, I, think I understand what you're saying that they they lost a bit here, but yeah, and, and it's gonna give those other guys, yeah, the younger guys, yeah. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, like all those guys, definitely have more space to expand and fill in the holes. And we'll I think they it. will, just like the yeah. Raptors young guys. Yeah, and we'll see about Gordon Hayward. I mean, obviously he had that horrific in- injury a few and years ago. And ever back. since that injury, he's never been the same guy. He still looks like the same he has, guy. He has flashes and moments. You know, he's a lot like um, Derek Rose. Flashes and moments, but... You don't see. You don't know if they just put it all together on a consistent. I took basis. him in fantasy too. He's my last guy, one yeah, of the last took, guys, whatever. Coincidentally, I took Jalen. Uh, Jalen Rose. I took Derrick Rose as my last yeah. guy in fantasy. I, I, I'm actually maybe I took a buck, one of those. But it was yeah. it was guys that like I'm not. You know, if they play well, it's a win-win yeah, for me. 
yeah, so we'll see. This is going to be an interesting game. Obviously, Boston and Toronto always have that rivalry. Yeah, and, and the game's on on Friday at 7 p.m. Divisional rivals. Um, I'll be able to watch the game, most of it, I think. So, I think Raptors win. Yeah. I think Raptors. it's a close game again, just like this New Orleans one, but I mm-hmm. think Raptors, Raptors are going to still be riding that championship high. It's going to be their first road game of the season. Yeah. But I think they'll come in, march into Boston, and uh, show them what they're made of. Show I, them that they're the champs. I agree. On to Chicago the very next day, playing the uh, Bulls. What's your take on the Bulls this season? They're not even a playoff team. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, they have young guys. Uh, yeah, they got a couple of guys that I think are going to be really exciting to watch. Like, yeah. like, like Levine and, you know. Yeah. Like, they're, they're going to be fun, I think. For if, if I was a Chicago fan, I wouldn't hate this season. But, like, there's hope. Yeah, I think I just steal a game just, or two. Yeah. But I just don't think they're they're good enough yet to break that that perennial playoffs. Yeah, they, they need some. Even the eighth seed, I don't think it's happening. They need some impactful veterans or something. Something. To uh, something. push them into that bubble. I, I do think the Raptors win that one semi-easily. Yes, I agree. I think so. Uh, on Monday, they come back home to face the Orlando Magic. The Magic played the Raptors actually very well last season in the regular season. They, obviously, they the actually game, they actually the first game of the playoffs also. Yeah. But then afterwards, it was a different story. But regardless, uh, they have an up and coming team. They they are projected to be even better than they were last year. I think they make the playoffs again. Oh yeah, I think so. Near the end um, of the, the Eastern Conference there, but I think they still make it. What do you think about the early season game versus the Raptors? Man, maybe I'm being optimistic, but I'm looking at these four games, and I think they're all winnable games. Of course they're winnable, but will they actually win? Yeah, I think they beat Orlando, and I think they lose in Detroit against Detroit. I'm gonna I'm gonna say the opposite. I think they take Orlando on Monday to go three and zero. That's what I'm saying. No, 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 sorry, no, no. I I I messed up. I meant think they lose to go two and one. Yeah. But then they beat Detroit. Detroit. Well, remember Blake Griffin is out. I know. Detroit as well. I, I know. I just have this this sinking suspicion. Uh, Charles Barkley picked Detroit as his uh, dark horse. His dark horse. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't go that far, but I do think they're better than Detroit, and I think they could. Depending on Indiana, there they could be five six. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Possibly. And listen, they, their team is pretty good, and they're coached. By a guy who already is proven in my opinion. Yeah, you can't knock Dwayne Casey no, in terms man, of not, like his pedigree. I got nothing bad to say about Dwayne Casey. He just couldn't put us over the hump. Yeah, he, he's a good, like in my honest opinion. He's Development. A good, yeah, he's coach. a good coach to bring you from a non-playoff team to a high-level playoff team. I agree. Team. But I don't know if he could bring you to the championship. I agree. That's my take. Yeah, no, I agree. So, once again, Boston on Friday at 7 o'clock. Saturday, Chicago at 8 uh, Monday, 7.30 against Orlando. That is a home game. And also a home game on Wednesday, 7.30 versus Detroit. And we both agree that the record will be 3-1. and one, Or, well, 4-1. and one. Well, yeah, 3-1 for that three and one for this, in this upcoming week. week yeah. And a total of 4-1. Four 4-1 and one. Four and one in That total. sounds like a pretty good start. And I and you're saying or Orlando, they, they lose. I say Detroit, they lose. All right. Fair enough? Fair enough. Um... But I did want to quickly mention, go back to the Casey situation, just for a second. Yeah. I read something where he was mentioned about the 
uh, them winning, the Raptors winning. And, oh, he's not bothered and by it. He's not bothered by it. He said I could be like, you know, pout and whatever, but he's like, I'd rather be happy for them and be proud that I was that I took them to yeah, basically it, that. He said it, and he's right. He said it's showing that he had the right direction. He, and he's right. Yeah, he's not wrong. He just need personally, he just needs to be more flexible in his which, which we know Nick Nurse is, is yes. extremely flexible yes. with his offensive and defensive schemes. Yeah. So, for Casey and Detroit, good luck, but we're going to beat your ass. <laughs> I, I hope so. Listen, I hope we go 4-0 and this Detroit, week. Detroit. Imagine we start the season 5-0 and Yo, and four games against that was strong beautiful. Eastern Conference that was teams. Beautiful. I mean, last year Detroit took us to task as well. Detroit and Orlando were tough teams for the Raptors during the regular season. For whatever reason, but obviously they're the champs, so it didn't matter in the end. But yeah, this week should be very interesting. A lot of Eastern Conference foes. I'm looking forward to it, man. Yeah, we'll see how they do. Yeah. So uh, again, like always, you can find us basically anywhere that you can find a podcast. Stitcher. Anchor.fm. That's our home base. Uh, iTunes. iTunes. Spotify. Google Play. Whatever your favorite Listen, uh, if you podcast find podcasts, just look up hashtag, hashtag TCAO. TCAO. And of course, we are on Say Radio. SayRadio.ca. The voice of Seneca College. Stick around. We'll be right back for the last segment. Trap Chat Alley The fans plug for all Raptors talk and more. We serve it up and throw it down. Chat Alley Oop Season 4 Episode 3 And I know By the sound In the background You think it's Trap ground But No it's not Trap ground I guess in a sense It is trap ground Because We are battling Head to head In this one In a sense <laughs> I guess it is Yeah But it is We're not battling Head to head This week Yeah It's fantasy Basketball We're gonna be Talking about A little bit of Fantasy Um I'm not doing to get my ass handed to me right now, 10-1, but the games today just started. You had a really good draft, man. You got some... Listen, I'm, I'm not worried. I might I might take a bit of a beating for the first couple weeks. Mm-hmm. I'm expecting it. To be honest, I, I knew when I drafted that it was going to be painful till the middle of November. Yeah, but I mean, you had a pretty good draft. and uh... I ended up with some stars for steals. Yeah. I don't know how you did it. You're a magician. I don't know. I I kind of I, I have a pretty good roster by the end of it, but I feel like my draft could have gotten a little bit better. Uh, I have a lot of high end guys, especially on the front court, but I think I spent my money a bit too fast during the the draft. We have an auction draft. That was our format for the draft, and I spent a little bit more than I would have liked to have in the front half of the draft. And why is have, that? Well, Giannis. Yeah, because you ended up with Giannis Antetokounmpo. Was the the main guy that drew a lot of my money, which is not a bad haul. No. To pair with Siakam and and I'd say the Joker, you know. So and Van Vliet. Well, the, yeah. I, well, yeah. We're gonna get to that. But yeah. Oh, you're talking about your stars. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I, I talked about what I had before, and then I added uh, Giannis. Absolutely. And then. I added a couple other pieces, kind of tapped out my resources. So I wasn't able to bid on a lot of those mid-tier guys that can really 
changed me. <laughs> the guys, especially, that, the guys I ate up. It's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> especially Sprock's yeah. made him comment that how the hell did I get three guys in a row? The, and I, I don't know what the rest I, of the guys in the, in the draft are doing, but I was tapped out money. Like I had so some money, he. but he said the same. Thing. I didn't have enough money to counter what you were doing. I but know. some of these guys were just letting you get away with steals. I'm like, <laughs> what are these guys doing? You, really? Like I, when? Okay, so I will talk about the, the the steals. I ended up drafting three in a row. Three. Russell Westbrook, Crazy. Paul George, Crazy, and Victor Oladipo. Crazy. All in a row. Nuts. Like man, so. Nuts. So those three guys alone that give me steal, a hell of a team. That can steal you the the league yeah. down the down the stretch. Now, with the problem with those three guys is there is no more triple doubles in our league, so that hurts me a little bit with Russell Westbrook. Especially with Russell, yeah. But also Paul George and Oladipo, unless you've been under a rock, they're out for at least another two, three weeks, let's say. Could be even a month. Uh-huh. So by mid-November, when my stars are back, like mm -hmm. when I get them back, this is what my lineup looks like. Dinwiddie, who's playing now, not playing great. Can, if you can believe I drafted this dude after <laughs> last year, I took Jimmy Butler. <laughs> who, who, listen. Yo, secretly, listen, loves Jimmy Butler, man. <laughs> it's because I want him on the Raptors, I think. Anyway, so he's out today. Last minute scratch. Yeah. No injury or nothing. They said he's not with the team. Personal, Might not be with Friday. Dish. Could maybe family. I hope he's all right. I hope everything's okay with his family. Yeah. Then as I was saying, near the end of my bench there, I took Hayward. I also have Josh Richardson. Who, you know, seven years ago was the best fantasy player. So, so as long as he even just semi proves out, plays well, I'll, I'll be okay. Yeah. Um, and then my keeper for a dollar. Dollar keeper. Was Porzingis. Okay, that's a great keeper. And then my other keeper was Mr. Markinen in Chicago. Nice. At half right now, not even at that. Oh, just half now. It just switched. Yeah. 14 points, nine rebounds, one assist. All right. That's not bad. That's your roster? No, I'm not done. Then Jared Jack Jackson Jr., power forward center. Yeah, I had him last year for the most majority of the last year. He'll be good. good. He might he's start good. off slow, but he'll be all right. I picked up X Raptor DeLon Wright. I, see, I, I wanted to get him. I targeted him. I, I wanted him. I targeted him too. I just didn't have the money at I the know. Time. I hear you. Then I took Serge Ibaka at the end. Um, I picked up a couple guys because I put George and Oladipo on my IR, IL. So I picked up DeAndre Jordan and Dinwiddie, who I mentioned earlier. Um, and my last guy to uh, round out my team is Marcus Gasol, who had an awful game yesterday. But I expect him to play all right. Mm -hmm. As for my squad, I still have a few holes to fill out. But what I have so far is uh, Shea Gillius and Alexander. Uh, to grab him. OKC, he may have a nice season. I think he's going to have a great season. Uh, Derek Rose, who is tearing it up right now. It's uh, pretty much the end of the second quarter, but he has 15 points on Oh, already. man. Three assists. Wow. That's so I'm very happy with that. He was the very last pick of the draft, which was my pick. Yeah, yeah. It's like me with a, I think it was a Bach actually that yeah. I picked last. And Bach had a pretty good game yeah. last night. So. Ended up picking up uh, DeLon Brooks. Not bad. 
course, my keepers, Nicole Jokic oh, and Pascal Siakam. Your team is deadly, yeah. Yeah. Miles Turner, who's also having a nice game at the half. I think Miles yeah. Turner won't be a stud, but I think he's going to be real I think steady gonna be, for you. I think he's going to be a yeah, fantasy real steady. Like, uh, main piece. 12 points right now and at the half. That's good. Four boards. Nice. So I'm not That's mad. That's not bad. That. Not bad at all. Uh, I got Brooke Lopez. Not bad. Uh, Bridges from Phoenix. Okay. Of course, as I said, Fred Van Vliet, yeah. who had a monster game last night. Very, very happy. Got him for six bucks. Not bad at all. And of course, I have Blake Griffin, who's injured. Injured. I didn't see that coming. I didn't know. Nobody was... did, man. Charles Barkley was handed the injured thing on the air. Nobody knew yeah. it was happening. So, of course, I picked him, and now he's injured. He's out till at least November. Uh, so, uh, so it goes. But, cry me a river. As I said, <laughs> I got. The Greek freak, Giannis and Santa Killer. You're going to look at so, triple doubles and or at least yeah, double stats, double. But I mean, those, regardless, stats are stats. Yeah. So, I mean, I have a really good team, especially on the front court. My back court is a little bit, la I'm a little bit concerned with some of the back court stats, assists, assists, and There's no trades this year. You can only yeah, get stuff know, off the wire. So, so, you got to make your team yeah, better exactly, and be exactly. smart. Yeah. So, you were talking about some of the steals I got. So I paid like, you know, $40, 40 something for Westbrook, 40 something for Paul George. Both still steals. But then I paid $4 for Victor Oladipo. That was ridiculous. And I, I was the one who actually put him on the board. I put him $4? on the board and I made the joke. I made the joke, like in our chat, I made the joke. Shout out to Elicit. And, and then and you know because if, for those that don't know last year Ola, I wanted Oladipo and Mike he had him he and Oladipo basically held him over my head for half the season and he was beautiful for me he was producing he was getting numbers dropping numbers and then finally we decided he would do the trade we yes. made this big trade <laughs> and Oladipo played I think a half and then was injured and that was yeah. the end of my season so at this point like you were mentioning the little redemption maybe perhaps because if he's back and healthy at four dollars, four dollars, that's the best deal ever be, of all time. He's a potential keeper for next season. No, not potential. I think that's my. Can you put Perzingas in him now? I have two guys at five dollars. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> that are gonna be like all-star level times. That's what I'm saying. So that's ridiculous. Uh, it's, I'm not. I'm not saying Oladipo is the kind of guy that stays healthy all year. But if he's only out 10, 12 games and he's back and plays well. At $4, man? Man. Come on, man. Man. $4? Come on, man. That's a steal. So, Elicit has, again, he's he's always been a good drafter in uh, in fantasy. And that's why he always does good in fantasy league. I'm I'm not, I'm pretty new to fantasy because I don't do it really consistently. But obviously, last season was your season first big one. And like, yeah. And so. it's the first, last year was your first auction draft. Yes. Which completely yeah. changes the dynamics because yeah. now you got to think like you were saying you yeah, spend even, too much even money this right? year I, again I, I was trying to hold back but Giannis was there and I'm like ah I pressed the button I it's, pressed the button you, you and I'm get, not mad at what I got but it's just that it messed up the strategy for the rest of the draft you get a you get a sense of what GMs go through yes and what yeah. they got to deal with and yeah. I like it man yeah. I like the auction idea because it's a hard cap and you got to pay to play I like it. Yeah. So we'll see what happens in the season. 
But the Raptors season has started. They are 1-0, and of course. 1-0. Guess what? What? The Raptors are the best team in the NBA. Still. <laughs> and the rings to prove it we are the on champs. their fingers. Champs. We the champs. We the North. You know what it is. Trap Chat Alley Oops Season 4 Episode 3. It was a great one. This was a good show. It was good. You Just could, like the game yesterday. Yeah. It was good. You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Stitcher, anywhere you listen to podcasts. Hashtag TCAO. Look for us in the search bar. We are there. Also, listen, we really want to hear from you. We're going to get some guests on the show. Probably yes. some call-ins. Yes. Um, we're also going to try and, and start taking some tweets. Reach start- out to us at TRAPD95 on Twitter. Instagram, Facebook, anywhere you can find, wherever you do your social media, we're there. Even, at like, of course, you can, you can find us on Illicit Sound, too. You can also hit me up there. Any questions about the rappers, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, anywhere that there's a social media place. If you have any questions, you want to contribute, anything you can, let us know. We'd love to hear from you. And remember to check out the Trap Miss. Always visit trapsince95.com for the latest. Yeah, man. And I wanna, I'm gonna quickly throw out another plug. Plug. We don't, ahead, we plug don't away, usually, we usually don't cross promote, but I'm gonna do this. Do it. Shout out to Mikey Charlie and his new show on on Say <laughs> Radio, um, Sonic Tangents. Amen. Last week was his first one, and it was dope. So Thank don't you. miss it. You want to see it? Check it out. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. But with that, we are out. We are excited for Raptors basketball to be back. A lot of games this coming week. Hopefully, we get that nice 4 1 record. At Man. least. Even f- imagine the 5 0. That's right. beautiful. That's Let's beautiful. do it. All right, we are out of here. Until next time, my name is Illicit. I am Mikey Charlie. This is Trap Chat Alley Oop forever. For fans. For best. <laughs> for Let's best. try that again. For fans. Forever. <laughs> for fans. For better. For worse. For worse. Forever. Forever. All right, peace, y'all. We are champions forever. <laughs> <laughs>